Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent band musicians from across New England every Tuesday night, 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out, find all the contact information on the almost famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And if you're into podcasts, yes, we have one of those too. You can find that by by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, kind of a unique show for us. First of all, I have three guests on the tiny stage tonight instead of just one. And one of them has been here multiple times. So we're going to start with her and welcome Kat Kennedy. How are you doing tonight? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. My us. pleasure. Thank you for making this work. So uh, for those who may have missed your first few times here, give yourself an introduction. Sure. So my name's Kat Kennedy. Yes, I think I started coming here in 2014, a while ago, and that was when I had, yeah, either I was still at Berkeley or I had just graduated from Berkeley. Yes, and we had we, we were introduced by a mutual friend, uh, Krista Gnidik, who I think you had just played one of her open mics. That's right. Yeah, that that is exactly how it happened. Yeah, and then I came on and my sound has certainly evolved since then, but been on several times since then. It's always a good time. Fantastic. And who do we have in studio with you tonight? So I'll introduce them. This is Joe Holt. Joe, how you doing? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And Emily Anderson. Hello. Welcome. So uh, Kat, I'm going to start with you because one of the reasons why you're here is because you three are on an East Coast tour, which means that you no longer live on the East Coast. That's right. Yep. So I moved in 2019 to Los Angeles. I followed a lot of my friends from college out there and uh, moved out there just to write more and perform more with people I knew, musicians I knew out there. So I moved about a year before the pandemic happened and then had a lot of plans to come back and play and, and do more out here, but of course wasn't able to until now. So we're really excited. I think we're all kind of in the same boat here. And these two I know from college as well. And uh, yeah, so this is our first tour in, I think, three years. Fantastic. I know the last time I saw you was, we were just talking about this last night, 2019, (laughs) when you were playing in Cambridge. Was that Atwoods? Atwoods. That's right. At Atwoods. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Which feels like, you know, like a decade ago. It really does. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy to think about. So uh, since the last visit, you've uh, you've become quite the star on TikTok. (laughs) I don't know about that, but thank you. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. A lot of new singles too. So talk about what's out there music wise. Yeah, sure. So uh, once we went into the pandemic, I had been playing a lot, a lot of live shows. And then I kind of moved into more of a writing space as I think a lot of musicians did. And I ended up just collecting a lot of songs I had and then just slowly producing them and putting them out as singles. And so uh, I think we're going to play Party and then Unpacking were two of them. And then a few more came out as well in the last couple of years. So yeah, that's really what I've been up to, just working on that and definitely posting a lot on on social media. I don't know about getting famous on there, but (laughs) posting a lot of videos for sure. Love that. Mm -hmm. Let's get the night started with some live music. You guys are all playing together, which which sounds, I mean, you guys sounded great in, in, in the sound check here, so I can't wait to see what it sounds like when we're actually live here. But what are we starting off the night with, Kat? We're going to start with one of your songs. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to do Party. Cool. And it's live on 95.9 WATD. Pop an Advil, 
Kennedy on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. You guys all sound great tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. And talk about your guests one more time. Who's backing you up on that song? Sure. So this is Joe Holt. Hey there. And Emily Anderson. Hello. Fantastic. So uh, Kat, talk about that song. Talk about Party. How did that song happen? Party was a true pandemic song. That one's pretty straightforward with the lyrics. There's not too much uh, that deep about that song. It's really just about getting sick of doing the same thing day in and day out. And I was very, very extrovert. I still think I'm an extrovert, but just was extremely extroverted before the pandemic. And it was really hard for me to just be alone all the time. I was both my, I had roommates, but both of them were gone at the time. So I spent a lot, a lot of time just by myself and it was a big adjustment. So yeah, that one's just about missing, um, getting back to life. Yeah. And and before I forget too, uh, somebody who is missing tonight is your other roommate. Oh, Toby, yes. my dog. <laughs> he's actually been, uh, yes, he has been on air. <laughs> yes, he's co-hosted a number of times. Yeah, Toby's <laughs> awesome. He's back home in Los Angeles. So yeah. Cool. Tell him I said hi. I will. Give I him will. a treat for me in a belly rub. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I will. <laughs> we are going to uh, chat with Emily right now. Emily, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having us. My pleasure. So introduce yourself. My name is Emily Anderson. I'm a songwriter from Fairbanks, Alaska originally, but 
moved down to Los Angeles just a little bit before Kat did, actually. So it's been really nice being in the same city as her and getting to write songs with her and hang out. And yeah, I'm so excited to be on this tour with two of my favorite songwriters and human beings. And you also um, spent some time at Berkeley too, right? Yeah, yeah. We all we all graduated and went to Berkeley at about the same time. So Now were you all living in Boston going to Berkeley or were you like telecommuting? We were all living in Boston. Oh, very yeah. cool. Excellent. And I think I was, I, I just found this out last night. I was trying to think of how I remember you, Emily, and I think it's because of a Christmas song that you and Kat did together. Yeah, yeah. We wrote a sweet little pandemic Christmas song, and you were so sweet. You aired it and, and played it on your show. So thank you so much. Anytime. <laughs> so talk about your time at Berkeley and your time in Boston. What was that like? It was a bit of a culture shock. <laughs> coming from Alaska, I can't coming imagine from, why. I'm coming from Alaska. I loved it, though. It was kind of funny. Before moving, everyone was like, oh, East Coast people, they're kind of like harsh and like, are you going to be okay? And I, I loved it. I love it here. I love the people. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been really lovely to be back in Boston and... It just brings back a lot of really great memories. And the fall, fall is beautiful here. It we, is. Don't, we don't have fall in LA, so it's, like it's, just pure it's really lovely. <laughs> yeah, in, in Fairbanks, it's like two weeks of fall, and then it's winter for nine months. So it's nice to have like a place that has the full season. Yes. So I want to talk songwriting for just a moment. You said you grew up in Alaska. You uh, attended Berkeley here in Boston. You're now in LA. How do those transitions affect your creativity? Oh, gosh, that's such a good question. I think that I take a lot of inspiration from my friends and the people that are making music around me. So I feel really lucky to have there's all this amazing music that's happening in Alaska. And I I come up there a lot. um, I mean, you've got Jewel out there. So yeah, well, she doesn't live there. No, not anymore. (laughs) From there. Um, but yeah, I have a I have a lot of musician friends, Medium Build, Marion Call, Annie Bartholomew. They're they're like all sorts of amazing artists there. And then Boston, you know, I got to meet a lot of the friends that I still am really close with today, and a lot of the people that moved out to LA with me. So I think you glean a lot of inspiration from the city that you're in and the people that you keep company with. So yeah, I feel really lucky to have a lot of wonderful people to keep company with. (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's start off with one of your songs. What are we listening to from you? This first song is called Faker. I wrote this as part of a 30 song and 30 day challenge I gave myself during the pandemic because I'm a masochist. And it's about feeling like an imposter on the internet. Let's hear it. We have Emily Anderson, 95.9 WHD on the tiny stage. Getting married and the twins are growing up so fast Catherine's got a new love, I think this one is gonna last Mama's in the garden growing carrots like you won't believe I think there's something wrong with me I think there's something wrong with me you back later cause I'm crying in the bathtub working on a caption these smiling faces can't seem to relate and I'm part of the problem refresh notifications maybe I'm just a faker maybe I'm just 
Yes, you got a new car they paid off all their student debt. I, I just burned the old meal, although I don't know it yet. Argue with my feelings while I try to find the perfect light. I hope that I can sleep tonight. I hope that I can sleep tonight. I hope I'm doing something right. I hope I'm doing something right. Maybe I'm just a faker. I won't text you back later. Cause I'm crying in the bathtub. Working on a caption. These smiling faces can't seem to relate. And I'm part of the problem. Refresh notifications. Maybe I'm just a faker. Maybe I'm just a faker. I won't text you back later. Cause maybe I'm just a faker. Emily Anderson on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. So talk again about how you wrote that. You mentioned it was part of a 30-song and 30-day challenge. Did you manage to get all 30 songs in in 30 days? I sure did. Nice. Um, yeah, it's amazing what you can do when you tell the internet that you're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was, I think, day seven was Faker. So how did that actually affect your creativity? Did you find yourself getting better at writing as you tackled each song? I think it was more of just a realization in that we can do more than we think we can. So it was like a really great creative exercise for me. And a lot of really fun songs came out of it. One that I wrote a couple with Kat, actually. She helped me out. (laughs) Um, So we wrote Toxic Positivity, which actually ended up on my latest album, Salt and Water. Oh, very cool. Let's talk about that for a moment. Talk about what's out there for music from you and what uh, your online information is. Yeah, so I released an album in May. It's called Salt and Water. That's actually, the our releases are the reason why we're on tour right now. Um, we all had a single that came out on the same day in May and we did an Instagram live about it and we kind of were joking. We we're like, we should all just go on tour together. And so now we're on tour. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can find all my stuff, Emily Anderson, on Spotify. And Emily Anderson AK is my website and my socials. Fantastic. Let's keep going with the music right now. Um, and uh, we're going to welcome uh, Joe up to the mic here. Joe, how you doing, my friend? Hey there, I'm great. This is so fun. Thanks for having my us. My pleasure. Thank you for making this work. I know uh, Kat kind of organized the whole radio part of the tour, so... Oh, really I'm cool. Grateful to it. This is cool. <laughs> She's the best. Love cat. Scared of cat, but love cat. One hundred percent. So, uh, Joe, uh, share with us your information online and uh, talk about the song we're about to hear, and then we'll we'll uh, have you play it live. This song is from a new album I put out, uh, like Emily was saying, on the same release day as, as these guys. The album is called Tired of Trying. All the songs were written in the pandemic, so they're kind of loosely based on how we were all feeling when we were stuck at home, and you know, life was losing its uh, glimmer a little bit. The song's called Kingston, New York. It's about wanting to escape the city and go move to the country, which I think everyone who lived in, in Manhattan, where I live, I think everyone was, was feeling that for those couple of months in the beginning. Well, let's hear it. We have Joe Holt on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Get me out of this city Break me out of my shell The express train from Brooklyn my personal hell 
There's a girl selling meth here. Twenty bucks for a bomb. Walking home from the station, someone's taking a dump. It's not that it's gross. Don't confuse what I mean. It's that it's someone's best option that makes me wanna scream. The snow's gently falling. I can see my breath. I'm gonna buy myself sushi while someone freezes to death. We're saving up for a house close to Kingston, New York. Somewhere right by the woods, where I can go for a walk, where I'll never be lonely and I'll never be lost, where I'll live out my years unaware of the cost. From the sirens and screams, away from that person I've been. The winters are gray and the summers are green, but Kingston's only a dream. Grab the waders and rod and go stand in a stream. Kingston's only a dream. Joe Holt, sounding great, getting some serious vibes from that song, kind of like a a smoky coffeehouse vibe from that. I'm I'm so grateful to Kat and Emily for singing. It's amazing how much better these songs sound when it's with the two best singers you know, you know? 
Any uh, plans to like re-record everything? Like all the re-record like, re your songs we, with each other? We like kind of mentioned it in the car. <laughs> That's nothing serious. So I can't like give. An, it's not like I'm going to give away a secret. No, no, no specific plans. But we're we're flirting with ideas. Very cool. So Joe, talk about your early years in music and how songwriting became part of your life. Uh, okay, yeah, we moved uh, from England when I was a kid. We moved to. Uh, I sensed the accent a yeah, little bit there. Just a little bit. Because uh, I had no friends when I was a kid. I just talked to my parents, so it kind of keeps the accent, you know, when they're, <laughs> when they're the only people you're speaking to. So, yeah, I grew up in Connecticut, and uh, like every other guy learning guitar, I, I started playing guitar to get girls interested in me. didn't really work, which was a shame, but I, I had fell in love with it, so I kept on writing. I applied to Berkeley. It was actually the only school I applied to. If I didn't get in, I was just going to keep on trying. So all three of us were songwriting majors at Berkeley. That was, for me, the reason I wanted to go, because it was, you know, the pairing of lyric writing with, with songwriting as opposed to just strict uh, composition classes and stuff like that. So as somebody who, who already had kind of a foundation in songwriting and guitar playing, how did Berkeley affect the creativity that we're hearing today? There's so much in that. In the first two years you're there, you take all these basic musicianship classes. I think they call them core classes. I honestly forgot. But you have ear training, arranging, conducting, just kind of like basic classes just to get your, your base skills up. Those were so, so important. Learning solfege, like having this kind of common language that we can all speak if we're trying to learn harmonies with each other. Or, you know, if you don't know what a note is, someone can describe it in a bunch of different ways. It's really helpful when playing with other kids who went to Berkeley because, again, we have that shared language. We kind of were all taught the same way. So it's faster. Learning songs is way faster. You mentioned that you grew up in Connecticut, but you're from England. When did you come to the States? I was six. You were six. Very cool. What was, if you have any recollection, what was the music scene like in England where you were from? Where I was from, the, as far as I was aware, I had no music. I mean, I, someone who lives there now is probably going to give me shade for saying that, but I was born in Worcester, but we lived in, in Hereford, which was like farm country. So everyone around me was a farmer. There was like hop fields and, and cider, uh, you know, apple fields, apple orchards, I'm sorry. Apple fields in England. It's crazy. It's, uh, you you so wouldn't different. get it. It's an English thing. So I have no recollection of the music scene, but my parents are musicians. My dad is a classical musician. He's an organist and my mom's a violist. So we kind of were always surrounded by music, but that was all classical music. So once you got to the States, Connecticut, New York, what was the first thing about music that grabbed you, the first artist you heard that really said, I want to, I want to do this. Don't make me say it on earth. The first album I ever bought with my own money was Sync. I don't, Ooh. it was the, the, the one with the gold cover. I forgot oh, I what it was that. called, but, and I would treasure that album. I stayed up late and I held it close to me and I listened <laughs> to it back to back. I didn't get into folk music actually really until, uh, besides, you know, the normal Simon and Garfunkel phase that I think everyone goes through. When I went to college, uh, I started taking a bunch of finger-picking classes, studied with this guy named Guy Van Duzer, who finger-picked with Chet Atkins for a while. Wow. And he got me uh, hooked on it. So, but that, that was fairly late. You know, I was, I was late to the game. What was it about NSYNC that really attracted you? <laughs> Just catchy, man. The choruses were so catchy. You know, good songwriting is good songwriting. It doesn't matter what genre it is. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I went back, you know, recently I, I was listening to like a, a Spotify playlist and all these like bands that I like hated when I was in junior high and high school, like NSYNC and Hanson and mm -hmm. Britney Spears mm -hmm. and Christina. And looking back, like these are great songs. Yeah, like, they're well written. Yeah. They're well composed. They're like, musicians cheesy. are great. But if you can get through the cheesiness, they're great songs. Absolutely. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour, and we have a lot more to chat about. We have Joe Holt, Emily Anderson, and Kat Kennedy joining us on the Tiny Stage. So stick around. A lot more live music and more stories on the way. 95.9 WATD. It's Almost Famous. 
And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, I'm John Shea. And you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook tonight at Almost Famous Radio. And subscribe to the podcast by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. Or head over to almostfamousradio.com. And if you're a local band or musician and you have original music you'd like to hear on the radio, you can send that to me. Find the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. So tonight's kind of a unique tiny stage performance. We have three guests in studio all singing separately tonight. We uh, have Kat Kennedy, Joe Holt, and Emily Anderson. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Doing great. Great. So uh, I'm going to ask this again because I think I missed the first time here, but Kat, give yourself an introduction. Sure. Uh, My name's Kat Kennedy. I am a singer-songwriter and I live out in Los Angeles, but originally from Connecticut and uh, lived in Boston for, I think, eight years. Very cool. And Joe, you're up. I'm also a singer-songwriter. My name's Joe Holt, uh, originally from England, grew up in Connecticut. I live in New York now. And Emily, from the dark side. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) my name is Emily Anderson. I'm originally from Fairbanks, Alaska, and currently live in Los Angeles. Fantastic. So update us on the tour that you guys are on. Yeah, the tour's been going great. So we're doing an East Coast tour Um, I'm staying for about a week is how long I'm with them. And then they're continuing on down to the South and doing a bunch more shows down there. So, uh, we're kind of on the last leg of our tour and it's just been so much fun. I mean, it, it was spawned because of this Instagram live we did where we all had releases around the same time. And we just kind of were saying, Oh, we'd like to do an East coast tour. And then we ended up planning it and now we're here. So (laughs) it's been so much fun to be able to play with two very close friends and talented musicians. It's so great. just because Kat's one of my best friends, and when I asked Kat to sit this question out, and uh, Joe and Emily are the only two that are allowed to answer this, but uh, some uh, road stories involving Kat. Oh. <laughs> oh my Lord. She'll get arrested if we say all of them. <laughs> we got the seven second delay here. Um, we, uh, we've all kind of assumed some uh, roles on tour. They're all very nuanced, but I'm like the one who packs the car. So they kind of jokingly called me uh, tour dad, you know, because I'm the one who does that. You know, Emily's tour mom because she puts us to bed on time. She makes sure we don't stay up too late. And uh, But the joke is that Kat is, is tour baby <laughs> because she sits in the back and we get her coffee. All right. So, Kat, I got to ask you, who controls the radio? Well, the Spotify playlist. We've been taking turns, but yeah. since I'm in the back as tour baby, I don't I don't get the controls as much. That's up to tour mom and dad. <laughs> but we've been switching, and it's been cool because we've been listening to like people we knew back in college at Berkeley, and just checking out their music, and then just swapping songs. We all kind of like similar styles, hence why we're on the tour together. So who has the best taste in music out of the three of you? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's continue with the music here. We're going to kind of uh, switch the order up a little bit. And uh, let's see, Joe, I think you're up. What are we listening to next from you? This song's called Not Satisfying. It's technically the title track from the album, even though it's not the title of the album. But it has the title in it, in the chorus. Ah, yes. If you listen closely. Very cool. Let's hear it. We have Joe Holt up next on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, being backed by Kat and Emily. It's all yours. I'm not old, but I'm getting older. 
day by day, little ways, it's getting harder. I've got tech stuff in a folder. The Lego's gone. Guess I moved on, but I'm no smarter. Joe Holt, Not Satisfying, 95.9 WATD, live on the tiny stage. Joe, talk about that song. How did you write that one? That one, I was playing around with a lot of open D tunings in the beginning of the pandemic when I had nothing to do except like sit down and noodle on a guitar. And so I had the the chords in the chorus. It's just a one six four five chord pattern, but something about the, the finger-picking pattern with it was kind of... Uh, you know, meditative. So I kept playing it and I kept playing it and then eventually I started singing over it and it just kind of came about naturally. But when I was talking to my friend Charles who produced the record, I sent him voice memos of all the songs I'd been working on and that was the one that got his attention. So I figured if if that was the thing that, you know, looped him in, then that should probably be the first single as well. Now, how did you lift the album title out of those lyrics? I've done that on all the full lengths I've released. I've, I've taken a song and instead of making the song a title song, I like just finding a lyric in somewhere in the album. And 
if it matches the kind of vibe of the rest of the album, then it becomes the title. It's not the most cheerful title in the world, calling something tired of trying, you know. It's But the songs aren't super cheerful. They were written in the pandemic and no one was yeah, really sure where the we were. the vibe of the moment. Yeah. Let's talk influences. Who did you grow up listening to and who are you listening to now? Besides Gr- NSYNC. Uh, besides NSYNC, which obviously hugely influential on my music, as you can as you can hear. We grew up listening to a lot of classical music with my parents, which kind of influences the album. There's a, there's a string quartet. There's some French horn in it. Uh, one blog called it Chamber Folk because it's, you know, indie folk paired with classical instruments. But I think influences as far as songwriting. Paul Simon's probably my biggest influence lyrically. I, I love this band called Elbow. Their, their singer and lyricist is called Guy, Guy Garvey. And what he tries to do is is focus on the beauty in, in everyday things. And I try to do that as well. That was in, in influential for me. So those two lyrically. And then I took a lot of uh, open guitar tunings from Nick Drake and from uh, Tallest Man on Earth because he also stole them from Nick Drake. Nice. Very <laughs> cool. And uh, Kat, I'll ask you the same question. Your influences. So I grew up listening to, basically, we just had CDs. We didn't really do radio or anything like that. So we had like just a few CDs on loop. So that was Nora Jones, uh, Tracy Chapman, and Johnny Cash and Patsy Cline. Those were like our four staples. And then we had a few mixed in there. So that was really who I was influenced by. I love Tracy Chapman's writing style. And I just grew up singing along to all of those. Um, So you're saying you don't listen to the radio? Yeah. Okay. Hate the radio. <laughs> we are Hate anti-radio bad. Right. <laughs> We're going to cut that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, nowadays, oh man. I mean, we. I'm I'm just remembering what we've been listening to in the car on this trip. Brandy Carlisle, which you and I went to a concert. We yeah. got to see her. 2018? That was, yeah. 2019? That was there. awesome. That was great, yeah. Yeah, she's great. A lot of the, just the singer-songwriters right now, um, this, this artist, Claude, really inspired by them. Yeah, I would say those are those are two, but I have lots, lots of different cool. music coming in. And Emily, your your uh, influences. My dad has a huge record and CD collection, and so I grew up in a house filled with music. Our favorites were like America, Suzanne Vega, Carol King, Cheryl uh, Crow. Uh, so yeah, the Eagles grew up listening to a lot of a lot of really different styles of songwriting, and I'm um, really grateful to my dad for that. Well, let's uh, do more live stuff, and uh, let's see, Kat, you're up next. What are we listening to from you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So this is unpacking. All right, live on the tiny stage, ninety-five nine WATD. Cause the tea's no more you next to me Locked all the doors Just the landlord and me Have the keys Threw out the couch That you used for a bed The last week Bought that king bed Just to lay at the edge Still tossing to and asleep if everything's all put away Why do I feel out of place? I'm still unpacking Box of emotional baggage I pass in the back of the cabinet Moving, don't mean moving on Ooh, I'm unpacking The back of my mind's like an addict Memories wrapped up in plastic If moving 
Kennedy is up next here on WATD unpacking one of her latest singles and uh, she and Joe and Emily live in studio tonight sounding great all playing together. Kat talk about that song how did that one happen? Sure so that one was during the pandemic as well and that was with two of my really good friends Um, David Arkwright is one and then the other is Miranda and Zinza who goes by Miranda Glory as her artist name and we sat down they were one of the few people I could see kind of like in my bubble of people you know that I would strictly see pretty much during that time. And we were just talking about the concept of if you've ever lived with someone and then broken up with them and that whole breakup process of having to move out and all of the baggage that comes with that. And so we talked about how you can pack up and finish moving out. And then you're still kind of unpacking the emotional stuff that you need to deal with from the breakup. So that's how that came about. Speaking of packing and moving, the move to LA is Kind of unusual for musicians today. A lot of musicians are moving to Nashville. Why Why Los Angeles? That's a good question. Um, basically, I just followed my friends out there. I pretty much knew anyone I was writing with in Boston had left already. And I love Boston. So I had stuck around longer than almost anyone I knew. With the exception of Jason Sibiokumo, who's been on this show as well. Yes, love brother. him. Yeah, he's so good. And he followed me out there. <laughs> so uh, he was kind of the, the very last one I knew to leave. But yeah, I just followed friends out there because I wanted to keep making music with them. And and that's why I chose L.A. This is another question for all three of you, something that's been coming up more and more lately on social media and on the news. Advice for keeping a community, whether it's here in Boston, Los Angeles, Nashville, New York, keeping a musical or any type of community safe and welcoming for all genders. Be good listeners. Is that too generic Mm -hmm. of an answer? No, I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect, too. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's been nice because we've been on tour together and it just, yeah, it's felt very, like, equal, respected, and it is challenging, I think. One thing Kat pointed out to me that I'm sad she had to point out was that she was grateful that we were playing a show and I 
introduced them and I said the talented musicians Kat and Emily and after the show Kat was like I'm so glad you didn't say the beautiful I'm yeah. like you know it's like mm-hmm. that's one thing especially as a straight white guy that I can try and make sure other straight white guys are paying attention to is that you know not to accidentally just refer to someone as how pretty they are you know even if you mean well and if you're trying to just be polite it's still reductive it still takes away all of the the effort they're putting in and the skill and, and the hard work you know and that's kind of why I love the the medium of radio is because radio is kind of like the original you know voice tv show is that there's there is no image you have to kind of paint the picture in your mind of what the person performing looks like you know great song a great voice is all that matters absolutely yeah we are coming down to our final song which is going to be coming to us from emily but before we uh we do that uh let's go around the room here and Share your online information again. Sure. So my name's Kat Kennedy. You can find me on Instagram at catdogmusic, and that's cat with a K, or my website, catkennedymusic.com, and TikTok, catkennedymusic. My name's Joe Holt. My website is joeholtmusic.com. On Instagram, I'm at joeholtmusic. On Twitter, I'm thunderholt. My social security number is... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Your routing number? (laughs) And Emily... Uh, you can find me at Emily Anderson AK. That's my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Um, and my website is Emily Anderson AK for Alaska dot com. Fantastic. And I, I hate to actually say this because it's it doesn't seem like it's true, but it actually is. Is that we're just a few weeks away from the end of the year, and uh, just you know about tw- two months away. And uh, what are your plans for twenty twenty three? Anything on the books yet? Albums, music, fame, recordings, riches. fame. Fame and riches. Win the lottery. I'm going to try and record another album. I just have to figure out how to scrape together, you know, enough favors for my friends. I've already called them all in. So I have to like threaten and cajole my way into another album. But that's, that's my plan. Yeah. Lots more music and hopefully another East Coast tour. Fantastic. Have you guys back. Emily, the final song is yours. So one final time, uh, introduce yourself and talk about what we're closing out the night with. Yeah, my name is Emily Anderson, and I'm a songwriter originally from Fairbanks, Alaska, moved to L.A., and this song is called Gold. I wrote it when I was kind of going through a really difficult time in my life and grieving a loss of a friend, and a really lovely friend named Jess offered me this metaphor of kintsugi, which is a Japanese art form of repairing pottery with gold, and I really needed to hear that. I really needed that conversation. And and I wrote the chorus of this song on my walk home. Let's hear it. Thank you, all three. Joe Holt, Emily Anderson, Kat Kennedy for making this possible tonight. And best of luck with the rest of the tour. Thanks, Sean. Thank you so much. much. 95.9 WATD. One final time on the tiny stage. Emily Anderson. Just a little bit broken Like I've been cracked wide open Will I ever, will I ever put myself back together again? Just a little bit shattered Like when you lose someone that matters And so you try and you try and you try to try again What do I do with the spaces between?
Just one. 